0: Pauline, give me some of your tots. even say blood of a hen. it blood. I ate his liver with some father beans. Nice candy. Humble, pan fry, deep fry, stir fry. Yummy! All right, hello and welcome to The Cooking Show. I am your host, Bob. It's another week, which means it's another thing to eat. They say, oh my God, are we eating something else? Are we ever going to run out of things to eat? Absolutely not. Because it's something you do every day. There's always something else that we can make and consume and it'll be delicious and fantastic. I don't know if it was last episode. I did say that... I was gonna take a break on the chicken for a little while, maybe switch gears, do a little something different. Just a little background on that. Myself and my family, we live on a small farm, a homestead, if you will. And one of the the focuses of our lifestyle and a property and everything is the production of food. So we're raising animals for consumption. We have gardens and orchards, and there's hunting and foraging and herb gardens and all this kind of stuff and when you produce food in that manner you get a lot of seasonality but you also get a huge flush of different things at different times and you know a couple weeks ago we basically got into the first the first maturation of this year's chickens the meat birds you know the broilers the roasters And, you know, later on in the season, we'll be hitting, you know, different produce out of the, out of the garden. I mean, I think I'm about two weeks away, a week to two weeks away from my diet being primarily tomatoes, but you know, we'll see. So, you know, you hit, you hit a groove and you're like, I have infinite chickens available. So everything's going to be chicken (laughs) and you kind of have to force yourself out of that. So this week we're going to do something a little different. We're going to do something sweet and fantastic i i mean i guess technically i would categorize this as a dessert however i basically consumed this for the better part of a week as a breakfast food and it was a a delicious blueberry cake with like a coffee cake crumble on the top that's how i basically the addition of more brown sugar Just turned it into a breakfast food for me for some reason. But as with every episode, you'll want to check out the show notes because there you will find a very helpful photo album and imager album link so that you can see if the pile of goo that you have before you looks like the pile of goo that I had before me at that particular step in the recipe. Also, you'll have a link to in this case one piece of specialized equipment that's not even really all that necessary Uh, i'm going to have a link to a citrus zester that i use it's inexpensive it's very robust and and convenient and doesn't take up a lot of space it's cheap but if you don't have that you can use you can use a cheese grater you can use a box grater you could use a vegetable peeler if you wanted to if you got really really fine fine grain on that on the lemon zest but that's the only specialized equipment no really special ingredients for this recipe these are all fairly standard things and again then of course we'll have the straightforward recipe without all the mommy blogger fluff that is what the audio file is for yeah so without further ado let's get into the ingredients now with this particular recipe there's like technically three parts to it and some of them have some overlapping ingredients so I don't want to be like hey you need one and a quarter cups of granulated sugar but then and you just get together in like a pile like here's one and a quarter cups of sugar but then later you have to break it out into one cup for one part of the recipe and a quarter cup for the other so what we'll do is we'll just do the individual parts of the recipe with the 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 ingredients that you need for that part then you'll see how this is broken it's broken up in like outlined form in the show notes all right so first of all we are going to do like a, a, a sugary crumble topping for this and for that it's simply one cup of brown sugar a teaspoon of cinnamon ground cinnamon and two tablespoons of melted butter real easy when you with with that you're basically going to have your melted butter you're going to pour it into the brown sugar, add your cinnamon, mix it all together so that you have what essentially looks like wet brown sugar. And then you'll set that aside and use it right at the end of of the process. Now for the cake itself, half cup of softened butter, one cup granulated sugar, two eggs, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, two cups of all purpose flour, two teaspoons of baking powder, three quarters of a teaspoon of salt, two thirds of a cup of milk, and we are also going to go with two ounces of citron vodka, lemon vodka. I guess I'm going to say absolute citron is what I use. Flavored vodka is real easy to find at your liquor store. You want a lemon flavored vodka. In this case, absolute is the... Brand of vodka, citron is the flavor, but I'm sure all the vodka brands have a lemon vodka variation. All right. So and then for the blueberry, this is almost like a blueberry sauce. It's sort of like a separate preparation. It's just two cups of I used fresh blueberries. I'd prefer to use fresh blueberries because the whole process of getting them ready and and like Was it macerated? Is that the right word? Really only is necessary and useful with fresh blueberries. If you use frozen blueberries, you got to prepare them differently. And I didn't do that, so I'm not going to go over it. So two cups of fresh blueberries, one whole lemon. From that, we're going to be using both the zest from the outside and the juice from the inside. And an additional quarter cup of sugar. All right. So I already told you how to prepare that, that brown sugar cinnamon topping you've got that mixed up in a mixing bowl set it aside you don't need it till the end might as well go ahead and preheat your oven to 350 degrees so that you know you don't get to the point where you have the your cake ready to go in there and then oh man gotta preheat the oven i always forget that stuff so do it now (laughs) <laughs> okay so in let's let's do the cake batter first you got your half cup of softened butter and your granulated sugar beat those two together and then yeah that'll like cream the butter that'll they'll mix them up it'll give you a, the consistency of wet sand more or less it'll clump together be kind of beaded or whatever to that you'll add your your wet ingredients your two eggs and your vanilla and you can mix that all up and then slowly add in your milk, mix that, and then in a separate bowl, you'll have your your flour, baking powder, and salt. Those can be all mixed up so that you have basically your dry egg ingredients all incorporated together. And then add your dry ingredients to the wet ingredients and beat that for a while until it is consistent and smooth. It will be like a regular egg batter when you've done, or not not an egg batter, a regular cake batter, when that's done, whenever you've got it to the smooth consistency, add your two ounces of lemon vodka and give it just one more mix to incorporate. You don't want that pooling on the top. You want it to be incorporated. Now, why, why the vodka? The boiling point of ethanol is lower than that of water. So as this cake heats up in the oven and starts to bake the alcohol in the in the vodka is going to change from a liquid to a gas faster than the water content of the cake itself and it's going to fluff the cake up and make it light and spongy and airy and delicious and fantastic The reason why we're going with a citron or a lemon vodka is because the lemon flavor contrasts very nicely. It's very complementary to the blueberry flavor. In fact, that whole lemon that we have, the juice and the zest from it that we're going to eventually get to, that will be a big component of the blueberry topping in this case. And there are some variations on this recipe that we'll talk about after we've gotten through the main part. So mix your vodka into the cake batter and then set them aside, all right? In a pan on the stovetop, add your two cups of blueberries, the quarter cup of sugar, the juice from that one lemon, and the zest from that lemon. Now, just for a matter of practicality, you probably wanna zest the lemon first and then cut it in half and juice it. I like to squeeze it through a small sieve. Some people just squeeze it through their fingers and they catch all the seeds. I like to squeeze it through a sieve because I don't have to worry about little slippery buggers. Sliding through there. But yeah, so your lemon juice, the lemon zest, the sugar, the blueberries, mix those all together in the pan on the stovetop, and then medium to medium high heat. You're going to get that heated up and stirring pretty consistently, um, constantly while it's it's warming up. Eventually, that's going to come to a boil. The sugar, the acid from the lemon, and the heat from the stove, they're all going to cause the blueberries to give up a lot of their internal liquid. And that's going to produce essentially a, a sauce or a, a blueberry syrup that is going to envelop all of the whole the whole fruits there. It's going to be fantastic. All right, you're gonna get that finished. Take it off the heat. Let that cool down for a couple minutes. We don't want to add that to the batter. You know, boiling hot, straight off, straight off the stove. In your cake pan, you know, whether it's a nine by thirteen or some other size, or even like a bundt pan or something like that, get all of your cake batter into it you can grease it ahead of time if it's not seasoned if it's not like a super slippery boy like a like a fresh new bunt pan from fresh from the shelves of Target, so you can get that grease pan ready get all your cake batter in there and then very carefully spoon your blueberry topping in this case right on top it's going to pull very nicely you want it to be confined within the bounds of the cake pan And then that is going to go into the 350-degree oven for 40 minutes. Do yourself a favor, okay? If you put this in the oven, like on the middle rack, on the bottom rack, put a cookie sheet directly underneath because that cake is going to fluff up. It's going to rise. It's going to aerate. It's not going to be like a full-on stovepipe souffle, but it will likely expand beyond the upper rim of the vessel that you're baking it in depending on how big it is. And it is much easier to clean caramelized blueberry topping off of a cookie sheet than it is off of the bottom of your oven. So it's just a little forethought, put a little catchment under there and you will thank me for it later. So you have this in the oven for 40 minutes. Once you get close to four, I mean, you can let it go to the whole 40, but if you get to like 35 minutes or whatever, open the oven, slide the rack out, and then take your brown sugar, cinnamon, and butter mixture and very carefully cr- crumple that, what would you say, crumple, sprinkle? Yeah, sprinkle, sprinkle that on the top to cover the entire exposed surface on the top and then back into the oven. If you do it right at the 40 minute mark, you can cut the, the oven, power and just put it back into the hot oven and let it sit in there for like 10 minutes and that will that will cause that brown sugar to to get crumbly and delicious right basically give it like a almost like a coffee cake topping to it then very gently remove your finished cake from the oven and allow it to cool completely like some baked goods are really good with some residual warmth you know like a, a loaf of homemade bread after about, you know, 30 to 45 minutes when it's still comfortably warm. Um, Nothing better than that. This particular item definitely benefits from being fully relieved of its thermal energy (laughs) and coming down to room temperature. And that's that. Now, I did mention some variations. The way I uh, configured this is that you'll have... You'll have this light, spongy, vanilla cake on the bottom. You know, your your very gooey blueberry topping on the top, and then a crumbly brown sugar crumple, for lack of a better word, on top of that, kind of like a like a coffee cake. If you would prefer the blueberries to kind of work their way through the cake a little bit or to create a, a gelatinous bottom to the cake, very similar to like a pineapple upside-down cake, You could pour the blueberry mixture into the bottom of your cake pan and then pour the cake batter on top of that You can completely omit the brown sugar and cinnamon and butter crumble at that point because during the baking process, as the density of the cake changes, as the as the blueberry gel warms up, those blueberries will migrate from the bottom of that cake pan up through the cake and be fairly evenly distributed throughout with a decent amount staying on the bottom. So whenever you whenever you extract a slice of that cake from from your pan you'll have blueberries throughout the cake and you'll have a nice like blueberry gel on the bottom the other alternative would be to fold the blueberry mixture throughout the cake batter you want to Take care not to fully blend them together. You kind of want to create a marble effect, like a marble cake, where the blueberry is streaked throughout the cake batter. And then that would be fantastic, poured into a bundt pan, just because it'll have an interesting shape. And whenever you cut a segment from that, that donut shaped cake, you'll get a nice side view, side view, cross section showing off the blueberry streaking and, and that, that marble characteristic. So in those latter two, if you do the blueberries on the bottom, or if you, if you fold them throughout both of those, I would just forego the brown sugar, uh, crumble all together. Or, you know, do it the way I did it. Put everything on top, get a little bit of mess in your oven. And it's a fantastic. Great, great as a as a breakfast pastry, like five days in a row with a huge cup of coffee. Can't beat it. All right. Hey listen, I'm actually way ahead on recipes and in recordings and stuff like that so i'm thinking i might drop a bonus episode this week be a short one on hey spoiler alert bread and butter pickles because i've got like 37 million cucumbers on my counter out there and i've already made a gallon of sweet pickles bread and butter pickles so you might as well throw that out there because i'm sure a lot of you guys have a garden you're getting overrun with various produce and that recipe recipe can be used for cucumbers for for peppers like for onions for like a pickle lily type of uh preparation so uh, we'll see if we can get that out this week if not yeah we'll drop it next monday and if it's too short we'll just double it up and give you two episodes all right so check out the show notes to see the recipe, to see the photos, get a link to a really super awesome citrus zester. And uh, that's about it. I mean, this is the FM, and this is the cooking show podcast. And every week we cook things and talk about it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a wonderful week. Mwah.